my friends, family, and chosen family, welcome. My name is Andrea Davidson, and aside from the fact that I had to take on a few in-between-the-good-times food industry jobs to pay the rent, I have been a professional musician for most of my life. In the hustle of the record, the publishing and production deals, touring and trying to find my place in the industry, I was quietly dealing with a list of perpetual chronic health issues that catalyzed me to question whether or not what I'd been told by doctors my whole life was actually true. Does diet affect the way I feel and look? Could I actually reverse my chronic health issues and improve my mental health through nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle changes? Does the way I'm thinking about myself and the world around me actually affect my reality? And do I have the capacities to positively change that perspective and therefore my reality? Absolutely. All right. So. I'm officially the proud owner of Be Well Natural Health Store here in downtown Rogersville, Tennessee, and this podcast is intended to be a resource of empowering information for you. No matter if you live in the area or if you're a part of our online community, whether you're looking to take your first step towards better health or your 10,000th, Be Well welcomes you. Good day, everyone. So I noticed several people that have come to the shop, say they're eating healthy, and when I ask to expound on that, they share that they're not really eating any meat, uh, low fats, gone gluten-free, soy, grains, beans, vegetables, raw vegetables. (sighs) While eating all these things can, for some people, be a really, really great step in the right direction, and it's ultimately way better than a drive through meal, for a lot of people... The answer to sustainably feeling better, losing weight, uh, decreased inflammation, etc., it can look a bit different. So it's much less debatable whether certain fats like olive oil or omega-3s are good for you. I think omega-3s are one of the top clinically researched natural supplements on the market. However, saturated fat intake and your health, it's like a real hot-button topic and... It is my strong opinion that a lot of people may actually benefit from including certain saturated fats in their diet. So there's been an attack on saturated fat for several decades, and I want to tell you a good place to start in regards to understanding why. So we go back to 1964. There was a study that was conducted at Harvard University that said saturated fat caused heart disease. This was called Project 226. This study, it turns out, was funded by, you guessed it, the sugar industry. Why would they do that? Well, the same reason as always, to sell products with sugar, of course. Shortly after the study was released and the slander campaign had really taken root in our country, all the trans fatty-filled processed foods and I can't believe it's not butter began to fill up the supermarket. So, and vegetable oils, it kind of reminds me of cigarettes because they were initially marketed as like a plant-based healthy option to the public. So, of course, everybody trusted and believed. When you look back, it's not hard to see the parallel in our nation's health decline alongside these products that started to fill the supermarket shelves. So, aside from coconut oil and palm kernel oil, saturated fats mostly come from meat, eggs, and dairy. These are fats that solidify at room temperature. In regards to saturated fat that comes from any animal, one thing it does seem that we can all agree on is what's happening in industrial feedlots is not 
doing humanity or the planet any favors. Fats and general nutrient profile coming from a cow or a chicken that was injected with a bunch of medications and fed or finished on genetically modified corn, that nutrition profile is going to be completely different from a cow who was grass-fed and grass-finished. For many people, properly raised, preferably local if you can, beef, chicken, eggs, etc., they are an incredibly dense amount of nutrition that will feed you at the cellular level because saturated fats actually form the foundation of your cell membranes. Also, something to consider is for people who have digestive issues, such as a dysbiosis of their microbiome, or they're not pooping, or they've got perpetual diarrhea, or stomach issues, uh, acid reflux. Uh, it can show up and manifest in so many ways, and a lot of people go undiagnosed. When you're trying to heal your gut, and seal your gut because it actually can become permeable, which is a topic for another podcast coming soon. <laughs> for people who are having any kinds of these issues, it's often the most bioavailable way for them to absorb essential nutrients and heal at the cellular level. I was one of these people. Uh, I was trying to do <laughs> raw, vegan, organic, no meat, blah, 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 and I got sicker than I've ever been in my entire life because my digestive tract was so, so compromised that I couldn't break down any raw food and all those nut butters and soy and all that stuff. It just, it was like gasoline on fire. So saturated fat can raise good and bad cholesterol. Obviously, if you have a high LDL, then you definitely want to monitor your intake and focus more on unsaturated fats. And also, some people have a genetic predisposition that makes it more difficult to tolerate saturated fats. So that's a thing. But whether your fat intake is more saturated or unsaturated, having more fat in the diet is going to help satiate you after a meal. When you're satiated after a meal, you don't reach for the cookie or the sweet treat, you know? It actually curbs sugar cravings. The appropriate amount of a complete protein and good fat helps with that immensely. So what are the fats that we should be avoiding? Well, vegetable oils, of course. I just heard a podcast with uh, Dr. Hyman, who I love. He's a really, really great resource. And he was referring to a study about the correlation between insulin, diabetes, and vegetable oils. I just thought it was so interesting because you always think about, you know, sugar, processed foods and stuff, you know, starchy stuff as the main culprit for insulin issues. But there's actually a lot of proof that these vegetable oils can be part of your problem in balancing insulin as well. So, and it's so important to keep your blood sugar balanced and in check because it's the root of so, so, so many chronic issues. You know, they're calling this brain inflammation like Alzheimer's and dementia, they're calling it type 3 diabetes now because it's basically, it's an issue with insulin. So if you're starting to get brain foggy or forget things or whatever, it's like you're taking in too much sugar. And the answer is healthy fats and good amount of protein. Plus, of course, lots of vegetables prepared the right way, some fruit, just real food, people. That's it. So, which oils are we avoiding? Here we go. We're going to avoid the soybean oil, canola oil, corn oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, peanut oil, cottonseed oil. Good luck, by the way, because it's in everything. It's so frustrating. It's in everything. And, and I know you're thinking, oh, but they, 
They come from vegetables like corn and sunflower seeds. They're so good for you. No guys, no girls, or whatever you are. The way these oils are created will blow your mind. They are not healthy at all. They are taking cheap seeds. Usually it's canola or it's soy. They extract the oil. To remove that last bit of oil, they will use a um, hexane solution. They soak it in this hexane solution, which is a toxic solvent. When they're all done with that, it, it looks and smells so bad because, of course, it's rancid. So they have to clean it. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> Using chemicals, deodorizers, more high heat, bleach, industrial pollutants, etc., etc. It's absolute madness. If you think that saturated fats are causing you more issues than that, think again. I mean, it's, it's very obvious when you start to pull back the curtain. And as you would likely guess, all the nutrients these seeds had to offer initially were destroyed in these processes. And we're not even talking about how much they were actually sprayed with chemicals while they were growing in the ground. So there's all that too. It's so frustrating. (laughs) And in the world of health and wellness, the one thing I'm realizing is that there really are not as many universal truths as I was hoping for. (laughs) Bioindividuality is a real, real thing. But this is one universal truth as far as I'm concerned. These vegetable oils are the main fat you need to be watching out for, all right? So if you want to learn more about this, I would highly recommend you check out the Weston A. Price Foundation. Also, a book that totally changed my life was Natasha McBride's uh, GAPS Diet, G-A-P-S, which stands for Gut and Psychology Syndrome. And it links all different kinds of diseases from Alzheimer's to schizophrenia to ADHD issues with your gut and your microbiome. So we're going to do a whole series on this stuff in the future. But for now, just know that if the lining of your intestine becomes compromised, which can easily be done in this world based on what we're exposed to every day, almost every illness or disease you've ever heard of has a potential in your future. So it's not to scare you, but to be aware that taking good care of of your gut is literally the foundation of your health. So it's worth taking good care of. In closing, I'm just going to name off a few of my favorite oils that I use on the regular. Olive oil, for sure. I use that the most. I do really good with it. Uh, just make sure it says 100% and or uh, organic olive oil because They just love to cut olive oil with vegetable oils to save money. So you really got to watch what you buy. Avocado oil, uh, grass-fed butter, ghee, which is clarified butter. Basically, you just heat it up and you separate the whey proteins out of the butter, which for people who have issues with dairy, it's amazing. Coconut oil, uh, extra virgin unrefined. That goes for olive oil too. We want it to be extra virgin unrefined. I take fish oil and cod liver also regularly. They are both excellent sources of omegas. And I just, I really love cod liver oil because along with getting your omegas, you're also getting a good dose of super bioavailable vitamin A and vitamin D, which are fat-soluble vitamins that help greatly in reducing all different kinds of inflammation. Don't forget, taking in these kinds of fats will help you lose weight, not gain it. I promise you, I'm not just saying that. So I hope this episode inspires you to dig a bit more into the world of fats and be your own advocate and do your own research. We have been trained 
from the neck up, it seems, to think, 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 and have someone else tell us what to do. Uh, but because every human is so darn unique, it's just, it's so important to just learn how to listen to our own bodies and their unique needs and, and honor that. So I'm going to close it out with a song that I uh, recorded when I was signed to Warner and it did not make the cut of the album, but I like it still. The song is called Birdless Tree. Okay, be well. Bye for now.